Music by Shiana. Medical disclaimer. The advice that I'm sharing is based on my experience as a licensed massage therapist and an active participant in alternative healing practices. The advice is for educational and informational purposes only. While it may be useful to some, be smart about it. Talk to a healthcare provider before trying out some of these practices. Welcome to Who You Call Holistic. I'm your host, Shiana Rivers. I guess I usually don't say my last name. Just I'm your host, Shiana. I just, I just feel like it suits me. Um, I don't know if I've said it before on here, but I have asked my mom in the past, like if my name was, because you know I've given you guys like the Shiana she on a boat, she on a chair, she on a bike, she on a horse, those references to remember how to pronounce my name correctly. So I have asked if, you know, they did that on purpose, like she on a river, like rolling down the river, but they said it wasn't done on purpose. I still have questions, but it's fine. Anyway, how you doing? You good? You doing good? I'm doing really good because actually today's episode is my 30th episode Yay! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thirtieth episode on the thirtieth just felt right. So, yay to me! I have made it this far. I am patting myself on the back because you know I'm a big fan of celebrating all the wins, and I have also put out consecutive episodes weekly this month. And I didn't realize how long September was. Like it felt like it wasn't very long, but when I looked at the calendar, the calendar said otherwise, and I was like, oh, no wonder why I was able to get out them episodes consecutively because this is a long ass month uh I don't think I have more time I just I think I made a promise to myself though so uh yay for making promises to yourself and keeping them uh I am very proud of myself for this very moment so I'm gonna keep it going I'm doing good I'm gonna keep it up uh you guys have been very supportive and uh I appreciate you listening and I appreciate you going on this journey with me because it has been a challenging one and I was thinking to myself earlier, you know, like what what is going to make me stand out from other, not even podcasters, just other people in the public eye, people that are out there uh, making themselves known, making a name for themselves. And I was like, you know, I'm finally at a place where I know mistakes are going to be made. I am a human. Well, you know, I'm fake human, but like I am a human being. And in order for this work that I am doing to be effective, I'm going to have to make some mistakes. And, you know, some of those mistakes are going to be, they're going to be made publicly because I am like essentially like a public figure situation happening. So mistakes are going to be made. I just have to accept. And I'm going to look, this is your disclaimer. Now I'm going to need you to accept that mistakes are going to be made. Uh, So I just need to like I've I've owned that. Not even I need to. I have owned that. So in order for me to keep it going with the podcast, in order for me to keep it going with all of these other endeavors that I'm tapping into that I'm like branching out with, mistakes are going to be made. And there's no way to learn how to improve. There's no way to learn how to grow without the mistakes, without the trial and error. So I have just accepted that. Uh, I guess that's becoming an adult to an extent, even though being 
becoming an adult is is absolutely a setup. That sounds like some shit Shiana says. It's the ghetto. Would not recommend. Uh, anyway, we are still. It's the last day of September, but we're we're still finishing off with self care September. So. Uh, I know I shared with you guys some of the other things I've done for my healing modalities, my favorite healing modalities out there. Um, And I know I mentioned one of them in particular that is underrated was purging. And I explained that it's underrated because it, it helps you create space. And as you are expanding, which I am, I'm speaking on my, on my own behalf here. I almost feel like I can't keep up with whatever is happening within me. I don't, I don't know how else to describe it. Um, I'm doing the best I can to keep up with what is shifting. And I feel like the outside, uh, my surroundings outside, like my career, all of that has like slowed down almost in a sense to help me adjust, help me recalibrate. I, I don't know if I'm talking in circles at all or if this is making any sense, but maybe it is. So I hope so. But it seems like things have slowed down outside for everything on the inside to shift and recalibrate as I expand. So like over the last week, I'm like, I need to get rid of this shit. I need to get rid of this shit. Uh, Now I need to stretch. I need to, I need to make, like, I need to take more walks. I need to move more. Like there's, so there's this purging and making space inside my home, inside my space. And there's also this need for expansion on my own vessel, on my own body. So that brings me to this other little piece of information, this little tool that you can do for self-care. And it's underrated. Again, we don't stretch enough. And I know I've spoken about it way, way, way in the past. Uh, you know, you can help or you can have somebody help you stretch. You can, there's actual, there's people out here that do stretch therapy. There's also Thai yoga massage, big fan of that as well. There are options out there available. And there's YouTube videos galore on different stretches you can do. And you can do different stretches based on what's going on with your body or based on, you know, the particular career you might have. So if you're at a computer all day, like looking up a stretch for text neck or, and I'm saying text neck because you're, even at when you're looking at the screen, you're looking down mostly because a lot of these desks and office spaces aren't ergonomically correct. That is a whole nother topic, discussion, situation. But a lot of times we're, we're looking down at our phones, we're looking down at screens, computer pieces, grabbing phones from, well, I don't live that life anymore, but some people do. So there's different techniques that you can figure out specifically for what is going on with your body. And um, I'm a big fan of understanding that, and this is coming from my massage therapist brain, a lot of times when you feel like, you know, say your your right arm is hurting, the problem's usually on the left arm and vice versa, or say the right arm is hurting in the back, the problem's in the front. So take that into consideration when you're stretching. Think of the the whole body when you're stretching. So if there is one particular muscle that is hurting on you, don't just think, I need to stretch this one muscle. No, think bigger than that. Think about what that's connected to and then what that's connected to. And, you know, think of that domino effect. Well, is that why my shoulder up here is hurting, even though it's my hip down here? Because typically, yeah, that's that's what's going on. Your body has to readjust, whether it's, you know, manipulating your spine, so your hip is hiked up, 
or a shoulder is positioned forward, but your body is going to do what it wants to do to make you seem more steady, more stable. So whether whether that's accommodating for your actual posture in your day-to-day life is is another discussion, but your body's going to do that. So it's best if you can assist it with some stretching. And again, that's also making space. So you, if you are in the space of expansion, which I feel like that is rapidly happening right now with uh, just what's happening outside, um, then do stretch. It is good for the body. It is good for the soul. And if you are one of my friends that is listening to this, I don't know why everybody feels like they need to stretch when they smoke with me. I don't know what happens. I don't know what takes place because I don't know if I got like this like massage therapist uh, spirit around me or something or fitness expert something or other. But I swear every time somebody smokes with me, they're like, oh, God, now I just really need to stretch. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Like, I feel like that's not a bad thing. It's better. It's it's much better than when people used to drink with me and it was, oh, God, now I got to throw up. So like if we're picking, you know, one or the other, I think the path I'm on right now is really, really good, even with smoking. So that also brings me to my next part. And, you know, I'm a fan. You know, I discuss smoking on here from time to time, but also underrated therapy. If you're not a smoker, I apologize You can listen to this part later and be jealous or something. Uh, I'm not a drinker anymore. And, well, I'll have some wine here and there. I can still somewhat drink tequila. Not really. But I don't like the way I feel after I drink alcohol. I like it in the moment. I don't like it the next day. Uh, Marijuana does not do that to me. I might eat way too much afterwards, but I don't have a hangover the next day. I don't have like regrets. I definitely don't black out when I smoke. But smoking, underrated therapy. Because apparently it makes you want to stretch, which, you know, ties into that other piece of underrated therapy I just talked about. But it just, it just takes me to a special place. And and I, I realize I, I really like being in special places. And I have had this this aha moment recently that, you know, when you start putting pieces together of the things you've done in your life, what brought you on this path, how you got to where you are in this very moment, I have always enjoyed getting people in an altered state. Like, I don't know if that's fucked up or like, maybe I deserve a round of applause. I'm not really sure. I think there's like a thin line for that. But, you know, it's all, I feel like it's it's for the greater good. <laughs> I feel like, Getting people in an altered state, God, this sounds terrible. Altered state with consent. Let me let's let's put that there. Let me let me throw that in the mix too. Um, I feel like it helps break down barriers. It helps people tap into their authentic selves. Here we go. Look at look at me twist. I'm beginning to sound. The more I talk about these things, now that I'm saying it, I have heard that uh, Capricorns are very much on the line of being sociopaths. And I'm, I'm seeing why that is being said now. As I'm saying this out loud, this is me therapizing myself, but I can see how that could be misconstrued, as you know, maybe sociopathic behavior, but it's fine. Again, consensual altered states are fun. They're a great time. So I feel like that is, that is why I 
have enjoyed getting people in an altered state and not even just plant medicine, not even alcohol. It's the same with the work that I've done. It was the same with massage. You know, people would be massage drunk. People would be drooling on the table. So they, they were just so relaxed. And then they questioned why they were so relaxed. Like, what did you do to me? What, what happened here? Did I fall asleep? How long was I out? Like they would question it, but they enjoyed it. So that's just, it's been a part of what I do, getting people in an altered state, getting people in a relaxed, even vulnerable, we could say that too, which people don't like to be in that state, like especially if you're a stranger, but people don't like to be in that state and it's my specialty. (laughs) And like, I'm okay with that. I have accepted that. It's part of my path and I'm okay with that. At least I know my path. At least I know my purpose. And getting people in an altered state is part of that. Uh, Access bars, which I'm not even really throwing that in here with the therapy things, but, you know, I had a guest speak on access bars before and that modality itself helps with expansion. And it's just interesting, like the different modalities I've picked up over the years essentially help with expansion and help with, you know, getting back to your authentic inner being. All of the work that I do now over the years has come back to that, has come back to helping people remember, has come back to helping people embrace exactly who and what they are and to just be. Like, no questions asked. They don't have to explain it. I mean, I hope that's what you guys are getting out of me anyway because I clearly... I'm doing it to my, to the best of my ability. I'm just, I'm glad to be in a space where like, I, you can't give a fuck what people think. It's just, it's not going to make anything better for you. It's not going to make your life any easier. And again, that's what's going to make me successful because I'm just very much at a space where like, it really doesn't matter what the fuck other people think. I know what I'm here to do. I know the message I'm here to deliver. So I just got to do it. Which also brings me to my favorite, of course. I couldn't let this discussion about self-care modalities go on without talking about Reiki. Like, I had to talk about Reiki. It makes sense, right? And plus, I still think that as often as I talk about Reiki, (laughs) I still don't think anybody knows what the fuck it is. So it doesn't hurt for me to discuss it a little more. And I feel like it's a lot easier. This is a personal belief anyway. This might be untrue. This probably made, look at me therapizing myself again. Uh, I feel like when somebody else is talking to me about Reiki, they, the questions that they can ask, I'm able to talk about it more candid uh, instead of trying to script something. Not that I'm trying to script anything here, but it's just there's so much I often forget to, to cover when I talk about Reiki, whether I'm talking about it face to face, whether I'm explaining it to a client. And a lot of times those who have been seeking Reiki, they already kind of have an understanding of what it is anyway. And those who don't know what it is, don't really care to have that lengthy of an explanation, I guess. But even still, and you'll probably hear me talk about it on Instagram, you'll probably even hear me cover it on here mm, a lot, just because I have new listeners popping in. I have people that still don't know what the fuck it is. So I've made a list of topics to discuss with it so that I can be sure (laughs) that I can cover most of it as, as much as I can. Because again, I end up forgetting oh yeah, I forgot it can do that too. Or, oh yeah, I forgot this little piece about it. So I'm going to share some things about Reiki that you may or may not know, may have heard before, might be your first time hearing it. However, 
don't be surprised if you hear it again. At least you'll know what the fuck it is by then, right? Anyway, so Reiki is an energy healing technique. It originated in Japan, and I'm saying that that's how it was taught to me. However, when I took up a comedic Reiki class last year, they also discussed that Reiki had origins in Egypt. And when you see pictures in Egyptian, whatever those things are called, different <laughs> different Egyptian locations, I wanted to say tombs, but it's not really a tomb, is it? It might be a tomb. Anyway, when you see pictures of the hieroglyphics on the walls in these locations, uh, you see sometimes the hand-to-hand pictures, and they were saying a lot of that was expressing healing. So yes, Reiki may have originated in Japan, but it also may have originated in Egypt. And really, who's to say where it originated? Because how else are you going to describe energy healing through pictures? over all of these years. So anyway, Reiki transcends time and space. And what I mean by that is I have had sessions where I had like a client and I spoke to them and I said, okay, let me know of a year that you experienced trauma that you would like to address today. Because like that was the particular hit that I had for that session. Like we've had a couple sessions already. Let's address this traumatic incident that took place in your life. So we went to whatever year that was and I sent Reiki to that year. So by sending Reiki to that year, I don't know if you guys have seen butterfly effect, but it's almost like when you think of time traveling happening, which, you know, in a sense, I I do wonder if this is a pinch of what like time travel is about, just like tapping into sending energy and healing to different time periods. But anyway, uh, so In butterfly effect, you know, like there's once you make some sort of shift or change in one piece of your life, it alters the direction of the rest of it, right? So I feel like when you send Reiki, for instance, or any sort of energy healing, even if you're doing therapy for like inner child work or something, you're essentially time traveling to that time period, sending healing, which affects the rest of your life because you've you've tapped back into that space you've tapped back into that time and said okay let me send some love to that time frame and now it's a little lighter within me like i don't feel as heavy about the situation anymore because we have literally sent light to it cuz you know we consider reiki light work i am considered a light worker uh not slight work not that song but uh light work Light work, light work. You, you get it. Anyway, uh, Reiki can do no harm. I know I've said it a million times. I'm going to say it a million one. Reiki can do no harm. I know I had somebody like trying to compare Reiki to voodoo recently, and I was like, mm, no, no, it's not the same. Reiki and voodoo are not the same. Uh, I don't even tap into, like, there are people out there in the energy healing world, uh, not even, not even talking about like those that message you and say that they can like, you know, lift the curse from, from you that's been put on by an enemy or something, not even talking about that. But there are people in the energy healing realm that are okay with working with the darkness that are okay, and quite enjoy working with the shadow working with the not so fun entities in the energy world. I am not one of them. I am not one of them. 
You're not going to be able to ask me to come in here, like come in a house that's been haunted and clear it. Like, I'm sure my work would be appreciated in that space, but I'm good. I'm good. But I, I probably know somebody. <laughs> I probably know somebody. I like to work with the light. So again, Reiki and voodoo aren't the same. And, you know, if you've listened to my episode on here about hoodoo, root work, and Jesus, all voodoo is not bad. There's, there's good and bad of all of these things. However, there's, there's not bad work. And I don't even want to say bad. Reiki can do no harm. <laughs> I cannot curse somebody with Reiki like somebody can curse somebody with voodoo. All right? You cannot curse with Reiki. Reiki can do no harm. It only serves the highest good. It is sending love. It is sending light. It is sending healing energy to your emotional, energetic, physical, and spiritual bodies. All right? It cannot curse you. It can do no harm. I'm going to say it one more time. Reiki can do no harm. Because I just, I really, like, somebody messaged me, like, yeah, I really think, like, Reiki is kind of like voodoo. And I was like, no. Like, as long as you've been following me, too, I feel like you should know this by now. Reiki and voodoo are not the same. So I hope you understand that. Another thing, Reiki has, sometimes it takes time to integrate. So while some of my clients or um, even students have experiences with a Reiki session, Reiki treatment, they might experience things in the moment, whether they see colors, whether they feel sensations, heat, tingles, even like a staticky situation, Uh, whether they astral travel, because apparently that's been done in my sessions before. Uh, Anyway, whether those things happen or not, and sometimes people fall asleep as well, but a lot of times the work doesn't just end there. And I even tell people a lot of times it takes up to 21 days before like the effects, I don't even want to say wear off, but the things take 21 days, the things, the work takes 21 days to integrate and then there might think there might be things that you notice within you or around you that have shifted and you're like, oh, shit, you know, like I've I've not gotten worked up over over that particular coworker as much as I used to. And, you know, maybe it took three weeks for that to happen. So, yes, that is a thing. It doesn't always happen in the instant and kind of like I don't even want to say kind of like personal training. But, yeah, you're not going to see you might be a little sore after the workout that day, you're not going to be sore after a Reiki session, but like you might say, okay, we had this workout today. I, I feel the effects of it today. So a lot of times after a Reiki session, you'll feel lighter right after the Reiki session. But even after that, then you'll also notice, okay, I feel lighter, not just in my body, but I feel lighter about this situation. And I feel lighter about this person. And I feel lighter about, you know, the future even. So anyway, it does take time to integrate sometimes. Uh, Another thing, the more energy healing you do, even outside of Reiki, there's other energy healing modalities. I know I've spoken about some of them, such as like dimensional dowsing is one of them. Uh, Emotion code is another energy healing modality out there. Uh, But anyway, even if you've had just one energy session, the more energy healing you do, the more receptive you'll get to it. 
And not even just the more receptive you'll get to it, the more intuitive you will become. And you know I'm all about some superpowers. And I honestly feel like we all are very intuitive. Uh, I know we all have very different superpowers. Not everybody here has, you know, my favorite clear cognizance because I be knowing. Not everybody has that superpower, but everybody has intuition. A lot of times we're just taught to ignore it. And a lot of times we're separated from it. Whether that's been with, you know, constant entertainment in our face, our phones are always in our faces. And, you know, I've even talked on here about how there's TVs at the damn gas station now. So like there's very little quiet time. There's very little like pauses in our day. And there's some comedian, I think it's Mark Marin, the comedian. He even had on his stand up how, and this was way, not way before my time, but when we were going, so, okay. When we were going to the grocery store as kids, there weren't cell phones being held in line. So when you're at the grocery store and standing in line, there was that quiet time. There was, there was that time to think about, you know, like what you're going to do when you get home after you've unloaded the groceries. There's time to like make conversation with, you know, your your mom at the when you're standing in line. There's just that quiet time and that moment of pause. We don't have that in between quiet time anymore. We don't have it when we're standing in line anywhere. We don't have it, you know, even in the car, because we're playing music in the car, most of us anyway, or a podcast, hey, if you're listening in the car, or whatever the case, but there's not often just downtime, just quiet time. So that intuition bit, we don't have time to think to ourselves. We don't have time to like sit with information that we may have heard or may have even received from our higher selves. We don't have time to listen to that. And on top of that, intuition is, you know, often referred to as a gut reaction or gut response. And look at the food we're eating. (laughs) Look at the food that's being pushed on us in comparison to, you know, what food used to look like. And if gut response, intuition are tied hand in hand, how are we supposed to listen to our gut when our gut health is fucked? I feel like I've dropped a bunch of F-bombs tonight. I apologize for that. Or I don't. It's a good, it's a form of meditation, right? But gut health isn't healthy, then our intuition isn't on point. And I've even said that to one of my friends before. You know, I live alone. It's not really fun for me to cook. I cook here and there, but it's not great. I don't want to eat leftovers for days at a time afterwards. Uh, But one of my friends, Brooke, who knows the things, she loves to cook. And Brooke is often channeling. She's able to tap into different information and channel it. And I was like, you know, I do know the things and to an extent, it just kind of comes to me. But I was like, if I was cooking for myself like every single day, like day in, day out, all the things, my intuition would probably like I would really know all the things about everybody. So I don't know that I want to know all the things about everybody, (laughs) but I could just imagine like if all of us were eating that way, if all of us were drinking water as much as we're supposed to. And we'll, we put those two things together and got energy healing on top of that. Could you imagine the life we'd all be living? All of us? Like, we really all would be superheroes, real-life superheroes all the time. So, enough about that. <laughs> anyway, another thing about Reiki is it always goes to where it's needed. So, I can set an intention, for instance, to send Reiki to the shoulder pain that you mentioned you have. But... Again, when you're having the Reiki session, you might feel the Reiki energy in your hip. You might feel it 
tingling in your foot. So you might feel energy moving in other locations, but it will always go to where it is needed. I do like to set an intention. I do like to understand what's going on, you know, emotionally or physically when I'm working on people. But again, it'll go to where it's needed. So even if you didn't mention something that's going on, it's going to go to that spot if it needs it. So Reiki will always go to where it's needed. And lastly, and it's going to be hard for some people that are listening to this that don't understand my work yet, but it's not logical. You're not going to make logic out of it. It's not going to be, it's, you're not going to make any sense out of it. That's not the work that I do anymore. <laughs> it was a space I was in before, but the work I do now, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. It makes people feel better. It makes people feel lighter. It makes people feel more joyous, feel more peaceful. There's a bunch of wonderful things that it does, but what it doesn't do is make sense. And I'm fine with that. So as long as other people are fine with it too, you'll love the work. But if you're going to try and question what just happened, what took place, and how it makes any sense, then there's no point in even trying the session out because it's not going to make sense. So it transcends time and space and it doesn't make sense. I hope those, those don't go <laughs> over your head. But that is the work that I do now. You know, I talk about magic all the time. I don't even put a K at the end of it. But I really do feel like Reiki is a magical modality. I feel like I'm a magical ass bitch when I do it. I feel like I'm a magical ass bitch when I'm not doing Reiki. So I just, I know that Reiki has changed my life and I do enjoy that I'm having more students, I'm having more clients that are are actually tapping into this modality and enjoying it and seeing what it does for their lives because this is going to be one of them things that changes the world with, you know, these years coming up, a lot of the information that I've received from these different spiritual communities, be it human design and even uh, the modality I've recently tapped into, Chimen. But women are coming into power in these next coming years. And you're seeing it already. Like, we're already kind of seeing in politics, which, you know, I don't really believe in that. But we're seeing it in politics. We're seeing it in workspaces that are like, okay, I guess we need, I guess we do need to give them equal pay. I guess we should give them some maternity leave. I mean, it's the least we can do a little bit. I guess maybe we could get a daycare in here. As you're seeing these things shift, you're going to be seeing even more of it. And it's the women that are coming into power. Women are getting overall equality, but also the spiritual world is coming up. Like before it has been seen as woo-woo, it has been seen as like, yeah, let's pretend that doesn't really work. But now there's, you know, there's more studies coming around. There's more information. There's more ways to actually understand and study the work that's being done in the spiritual community. So we're going to be seeing more of that on the on the rise and I'm excited about it. And I had, you know, somebody reach out to me that does these chi men readings and there was something in my chart that said like whatever's shifting in this near future, the women coming into power and she was like you're one of them. And I was like, "Say what?" <laughs> what? And again, like at the time, this was like a stranger to me. And I was like, okay, I, I'll receive that information. And I have come to terms with understanding that at first, like 
you know, you hear that phrase with great power comes great responsibility. And honestly, you guys know, like, I'm not the most responsible adult. I'm a big ass kid. And I think that that's part of my charm because I am a big ass kid. But like I said before, I would love some supervision at times. So (laughs) when I hear that I'm going to be this woman coming into power and that I'm this woman that's, you know, going to help empower other women, I'm like, what? I'm barely an adult myself. How am I going to tell other people (laughs) how to how to be these strong women when I'm barely I am a strong woman? But like, you know, I'm, I'm a childish strong woman. And I guess like that's part of what what makes me me and what's going to help me help others. <laughs> but it's it's good to hear that this is what's shifting, that this is what's taking place. And I'm happy to be a part of it. And I'm happy to understand that this is my place and purpose in helping empower other women and helping strengthen the community and helping strengthen the spiritual community because especially the black community, they're, they're now saying, okay, all right, there might be something to this. It might not all be demonic shit. I might, I might want to try it out and we're going to be getting more of that. More people are going to, you know, want to fuck around and find out. So anyway, I think that covers all the, all the Reiki things that I can think of right now. I'm sure there will be others. I'm sure there will be questions. And you know, I always say, ask all the questions. I am here to answer them, actually. Please ask all the questions. I highly encourage it. You can email me at go to heal, G-O-T-O-H-E-A-L at Shiana.com. Please ask all the questions because I really do want to answer them. If you have been a day one listener, I, I very much all the way appreciate you. You've been hanging in there with me since the beginning. This is episode 30. We have come a long way. And it's just going to get greater from here. I'm very excited. I'm glad that you're here with me on this journey. I'm glad you've been accepting of my mistakes. And I'm glad that you are here to support me. If there's anything that I can do to support you and your endeavors, let me know. I'm here to show my support as well. Uh, If you haven't yet checked out the Cosmic Reiki Meditation, please be sure you do so. It is free. It is under my link tree on my Instagram page. It says free cosmic Reiki meditation. You can't miss it. It's the first link. And I've had a lot of good feedback from it. Some people have just been saying how instantly calm they got, or it immediately took them into like a deep, relaxed state. And it's only like eight minutes and it's worth it. So check that out. Uh, I will be here next week because, you know, I'm, I'm making these promises to myself now. So I'll be here next week. Be sure in the meantime, though, that you meditate and hydrate. And also, while we're here, go ahead and write a review. You know, some of you have done that and I appreciate you for it. I thank you. A lot of y'all listening haven't haven't left a review. And I know you're listening because I can see the numbers. I see you listening and I appreciate you listening. But go ahead and leave a review too for me, please. Thanks. If this episode has moved you to go ahead and try a one-on-one session, then you can also schedule that with me too. You can go on shiana.com Or you can also go under my link tree on my Instagram page and you'll see schedule a distance Reiki session there. So check it out. And again, if you just want to put your toe in the water, that free cosmic Reiki meditation is a great experience. So I'll see you guys next time. I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.